Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is impudence of the highest order. <laughs> this it is gets a better every time you see it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to reminding you why you love football, an audio experience that has been described by my friends and family as actually quite good. <laughs> Let's firstly talk about the positives from some of our listeners, yeah. not just my loved ones. This is the best bit of football podcasting I've seen in a long time. Thank you, John Pascoe on Instagram. Yeah. Threads on Instagram says, absolute class! He says that in caps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcast, best in football, marvellous job, lads. So with that, I'm your host, Owen Blackhurst, and with me today <laughs> are, of course, it isn't Owen Blackhurst. Oh, it, is, it isn't. It isn't. It isn't. It is his fellow Salopian, Tommy Stewart. We are no longer Owen and the gang without the seasick captain of our ship, He, but he might actually have COVID, so yeah, get yeah. well soon, Owen. 100%. We are simply well the gang. We are just the gang. It is the gango solo, isn't it? It doesn't have the same ring to it for me, um, but I'll introduce them anyway. With me are the usual troublemakers. Mark Dolan's kinder cousin. <laughs> Seb White sat next to him is, I did actually ask James before, because I love James Bird, and I did ask yeah. him before, what's a nice thing people call you? Because people have called you some some yeah. unfair things. Yeah. And, and you just said the most common one is Luka Modric. So I put down a handsome Luka Modric. Yeah, yeah. It's Agreed. Hap- it's happening a lot more, you know. Well, I, was, I, came, I came down at the escalator at uh, Oxford Circus the other day, and a group of lads, they were like 15, and they were just saying, Oi, Modric! Oi! <laughs> That's yeah. Oh, man. It's happening quite a lot. It's like once a week now. It's because oh, yeah. uh, my ha- my your hair is length. My hair is of length. Yeah. So I'm your interim manager for today. Interim. And oh. much like the joke gone too far at my beloved Manchester United, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Let's have a round of our very own version of the worst and best football chant of all time. Yeah. Tommy's at the wheel. Tell me how good does it feel? We've got Owen and Birdo and Seb. But Tommy is hosting instead. Tommy's at the wheel. That was all right. It could have been worse. It could have been I mean, it's a, it's a belting... Belting song, anyway. All I'm to, saying to be used in a football setting, it must be, it must have been good. All I'm saying is, Tommy's at the wheel, man. Get that contract, put it down on the <laughs> <Yeah>. table, <laughs> give him a pen, and let him put whatever number he wants on it. <laughs> Tommy's at the wheel. <laughs> of we're, 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 we're joking, Owen. That's a reference yeah. to Rio Ferdinand. On the day that this goes out, yeah, yeah, it is my co-producer. I mean, arguably the producer. I'm more the editor, the the, the guy who gets yeah. this planned, mainly. Sebastian White, it is your birthday. I thought 43rd birthday. You oh don't look goodness. a day past 42. No, I don't. And, <laughs> very good, very good. And so Seb has chosen, yeah. He's he's because cho- it's his birthday and he gets what he wants today. Yeah. Uh, he's chosen what we're wearing, so... Um, Seb, what looking like Louis Van Hal in his glory days? At, well, actually, probably not his glory days then. He was, was all right in the first era. season, wasn't he? Yeah, it was his second era, I think, uh, yeah. when it started to go downhill. Yeah, putting on a, a pre-season training camp, I would yeah. say, an intense one. Yeah, yeah. The, the players hate part Louis Van Hal, part my dad's mates buying a one pound cheese cob in the working <laughs> men's club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With those three-quarter length shorts. Yes. Yeah, oh, with the little tassels on the end of yeah. the hem. 
And yeah, yeah. And the, I used to love yeah, them. Yeah. Every day of summer, it would be total 90s and them. And oh, I mean yeah. that as a compliment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, know, I know you do. I know you the do. High, of, the, yeah. of the highest degree, yeah. I would say. What I like about this, Seb, is that, you know, it's your birthday. You've, you've, we've allowed you to choose what people wear. <laughs> and instead of going for Yeovil shirts, instead of I going for Hampton done... Richmond shirts, instead of choosing something totally crazy yeah, for yeah. your birthday, you've just gone, well, you'll all wear polo shirts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, like a really bad stag. Yeah. <laughs> like a really bad stag that yeah. they've, they've all got to go get up early in the morning for some clay pigeon, yeah. which no one wants to do. Yeah. <laughs> and what and what I've decided is it's totally mad, but you've all got to wear polo shirts. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, guys. Yeah. But I am wearing... This, I mean, this, is an inc- this is an incredible polo shirt. It's sort of athletic grey base, and it's a, a USA 94 amazing. World Cup. Um, logo emblazoned across it polo shirt with a red polo neck collar lovely without little. any buttons no no a lovely little um, so I look a bit like I feel a little bit like you've dressed me up so yeah <laughs> put a little bow on me exactly <laughs> <laughs> well it, they look like those shirts that you you're can... his favourite birthday present yeah. this year aren't <laughs> yeah. you Ooh, well if it, it, if it was only Italian 90 then that would really would be a, that Ooh, would be it and I finally am wearing a uh, vertically striped red and black Manchester United Umbro polo shirts a lot of my friends at old trafford call me sharpie because i'm always wearing the 90s kits with sharp on the front ah. so at the trafford where I, where I go before matches not to drink anymore yeah. they don't even do heineken zero there just no, to have no. cans of coke yeah yeah i'm known as sharpie and this is very much of that era my favorite era of man united football shirts yeah with those ridiculously like long short sleeves you know like yeah. three quarter length sleeves yeah, almost. yeah. like the shorts like the famous american apparel <laughs> That wing hoodie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, very true. Yes. Very true. So that's us, isn't it? Yeah. We support these. We support these. We support these now. As it is Seb's birthday, and we're letting him do what the fuck he wants, <laughs> just as our podcast is getting successful, mm. we're fucking it all up. We're, we're mixing it about, aren't we? And we mixing have, it about, I prefer. Than, we, we, yeah, yeah. You, you just heard there a interrupted intro of us slot beautifully. I, to be honest, I think we were just getting our harmonies we were. correct. We were, we? Ala- alas. You know, there was a bit of, um, as you lads often say, swaz. In the in the harmonies, we it was getting like the fucking Wilson brothers. We were, we were getting good at it, but we did sing at the top of the show anyway. So Seb, do you want to tell us what this new section is? Because sadly, people uh, just didn't like we support these. Well, apparently. it wasn't just solely based on the uh, the fact that it got I think like four percent on the Spotify poll. It wasn't just based on that. We um I think we we just sort of come to a point where. We're recording these some sometimes. I'll show you a bit behind the curtain. We are recording. Some, Let's see how the sausage is made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we have. We do have to sometimes record these in advance, and sometimes it's a bit hard to predict what may well happen in the mad world of football. So, in an effort to remain timeless, timeless. we've decided to dispense. We support these now. We will still be doing this on social media, of course. So, Johnny Sharples, do not delete My good that. Friend. Do not delete that spreadsheet but yeah we thought we'd just do a little bit of a twist on it well so, it might come back things yeah. can come back can't they and we support these now as a front section feature in our mag we're going to start opening the episode or we'll certainly try the next couple of weeks and see how it goes because we can be flexible we are going to go to the we're using the magazine again as inspiration for a feature for a section in the podcast and that section is going to be 101 things to do in football before you die Ooh. now this is on the back page usually of our most recent issues it's provided some great things to talk about, to discuss, and it allows us to just be a bit more... We can be general and specific, so who knows what we'll be talking about. But I think it does allow us to give people the impetus to go and do certain things, and these are the things that we like or we can speak about and hopefully encourage you to go and do. But So this is one of my favourite pages in the magazine. Same here, as and, a reader. And yeah. as, as Owen always rightly says, the back page of any magazine should be the best one. A lot he does of, say that. A yeah. lot of people go to the back page first, so it's the first thing that people read. We wanted every issue that featured 101 things to do in football before you die, for that piece to be able to eventually sort of go into a book. We want it to be good enough that yeah. at some point we could publish a book which is 101 things yeah. to do in football before you die. Wow. And that includes sticking your finger up at the away fans. We've had 
all sorts of things. So yeah. it's good that this is... Not yeah, exactly. Time. And I think it gives us a chance to talk about all manner of things that maybe we've all experienced, one of us maybe have experienced, but well, all, this with, is, all with the idea that people can go, yeah, go it, and do it the weekend. It's a really good one today as well. We, we, Me and you were talking about it in, yeah. in the office this morning and... Well, do you want to yeah, introduce yeah, yourself what it, we're talking about? The yes. 101. Well, I suppose in the podcast form, number, this is number one. Number one. This is the first thing of the 101 things yeah. to do in football before you die. Seb Louis Van Hal White. Pooey Van Hal, maybe. <laughs> Sorry. I, I would summarise it by, say, cross enemy lines. And by that, I mean watching a game from the home end, but you are supporting the away team. Oh! Now we've all had to do it, and, and we I know we know we've spoke about this, and we we've all had to do it. Sometimes the desire to watch your team is so strong that yes. you will go through, yes. you will go undercover, or feel the need to go undercover and go in the home end. Yeah, um, you're like it's like fucking splinter cell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, what a game! Wow, just uh, <laughs> just to clarify, this <laughs> isn't saying we should return to the good old days of taking people's ends and stuff like that. I'm not advocating for the return. You want to go to war, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm not advocating mischief and causing mischief and getting yourself into bother. Flag we, stealing. We are not, you know, we are, exactly. We're not, we're Flag not. shagging. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're not saying that. What we're saying is there's a certain frisson, I would say. There's a certain Ooh. excitement about Ooh. going to watch your team but having to a, either sit on your hands or, or certainly sit on your hands, that's one of the main things you should do, not do what you normally do on a match day, essentially. So I'm going to use my test case for this um, for the for my proposal here to go is Torquay United versus Yeovil Town in 2004. Oof. Now, so how old are you? I am 20, 23. No, you're not. It's your birthday. You're 44. Yay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm still at uni. Yeah. And I make the long trip down from Manchester for this with my then missus. Um, we must have combined it with a trip down to Somerset. Anyway, long story short, this is the first meeting between Torquay and Yeovil in a West Country derby, obviously, uh, in 10 years. Wow. In 10 years, because obviously Torquay have always been football league. That's mad. Yeovil have always been on league. So we've only ever played them in the club. Blimey, okay. I always associate Torquay with um, Helen... Helen Chamberlain, Helen, yeah. Helen Chamberlain, soccer. Whose family yeah. are all from Yeovil. By the way, really? Yeah, or certainly her mum and dad are. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So she would, she was in and around the local press for this fixture. We last played them in the FA Cup and beat them five-two away in 1992. And there was, let's just say, there was some frisson. Ah, <laughs> oh, frisson. Yeah, yeah. Some West Country happening. Some West, West, <laughs> West Country uh, stuff going on, and there was a bit of a, there was a lot of anticipation about this. So we, Yeovil Town, sold out their end of 1600 in super fast time too fast for me to get a ticket because um, I wasn't a season ticket holder at the time and we were in the hunt for the playoffs at the time this is our first season in the football league and I thought I'm not going to miss this so I went down pretty much most of the five hour journey five and a half hour journey from Manchester my then missus at the time was asking me telling me to be be well behaved she knew that how how excited I could get at football matches and I was like <laughs> yeah I'll be fine I'll be fine because we got a ticket so we got tickets for the home end um, right next to the Oval fans um but in the home end, very much home end, no doubt about it. No. Was it tough to get tickets for that? Not as tough as I thought it was going to be, actually. But uh, yeah, I managed to get yeah, managed to. But given I had a Manchester postcode, it was quite it was easier, I imagine. So I managed to get a right, ticket for that. Right, right. Uh, it was very weird seeing like, all my mates in the in the end behind the goal, and I was had full intentions of being very well behaved. <laughs> oh no! So um, what did you? And then no. and then we go one nil up after sixteen minutes. Oh, and. Involuntarily, I just <laughs> leap out of my seat. No, and you can, and you can hear the the clap. You know, obviously, when people stand up on the seats, you can. And it's a wooden stand, so you can hear the wood. You know, yeah. And I just sort of go, and but I stop. I hold it, and then I slowly sit down, thinking that no one's seen me. Of course, everyone's seen me. I mean, um, yeah. I'm a big stick, and and the guttural like yeah, beginnings of a guttural <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was wearing a full oval. Coat. Yeah. <laughs> And the woman in front of me, the woman in front of me, because we chose the main stand, so there was, let's just say, a more mature crowd in, especially down in Torquay. Yeah. You know, there's a, same as the Oval main stand, there's a lot of old people. And the woman behind me, in front of me, just turned her head and she swiveled it so fast. I thought there was, that she'd been like possessed or something like wow. that. Wow. And she looked at me like the demon headmistress. <laughs> it, it, it was as if 
It was as if good, good. I had done the worst thing in the world. And I just went, raised my hand and just sort of said. But when it's been the other way around, I don't know about you lot, when, yeah. when it's happened in the Stratford M, like maybe once or twice yeah. I've seen it. And I, I, I've been fuming. Oh, no, I, I, I like, don't get me wrong. And I thought, well, that's it. I'm screwed now. So obviously, yeah, we fans are celebrating to the right of us. Stewards start walking down and I was and I was like, well, that's it. I'm getting kicked out here. Um, it's quite exciting, though, yeah. isn't it? And then I sat down and then the steward was like, be, sen- be sensible, essentially, which he was right to say. And I was like, I'm really sorry. Look, anyways, let, let me stay in. Because I was with, I think my, I was with my then missus at the time. She knows like, how excited I'd get, you know, and, and, and how much it meant, football meant to me. So seeing Yeovil go 1-0 up, as proved, then we score on the 30th minute. <laughs> and I do, I'm not just lying, I sit, I'm actually sitting on my hands there. <laughs> I'm sat on my hands going, uh, right. And it, and it, you know, nothing happened. So we were 2-0 up and there's me thinking this is, and then obviously we get closer to half time thinking this is brilliant. I've managed to, managed to stay in the ground, go and watching it. And you do have that like, you hear the different calls from behind you. They're obviously saying, you're a cheat. They're obviously saying all sorts of things about the players that you normally are going, come on. You know, it's very hard. It's so hard to do. Yeah. Don't and get me wrong. Yeah. It, takes, it takes nerves of steel, I think, you, a little bit. You've got novelty disguise glasses and, yeah, yeah. and, and nose on. <laughs> a, big, well, then, a big top hat. Then Torquay <laughs> scored just but Yeah, exactly. Just before half time. Then, <laughs> in the second half, we're under the cosh and Torquay are just throwing everything at it because they want, they're in the hunt for the playoffs as well. They basically equalise in the end. And this woman, she couldn't turn around <gasps> any quicker. Again, she turned... Head and, swivels. Head swivels, just like, you know, like real... Like it, an owl. Yeah, like an owl or a zombie, you know. Like, like a perturbed yeah. owl. And just just looked at me and, and scowled at me. It wasn't even a like, oh, you know, it would just scowled at me. And so, you know, I probably got my comeuppance, so to speak, cause it, and it ended two all, so I didn't see a famous Yeovil victory. But um, Seb, I, I have a couple of questions. Go on, go on. Before the game, did yeah. you hang out at the away pub with your Yeovil fan friends or did no, you no. get into character no, no. and go to the home go to the home pub method park, acting yeah. parked in a home car park and stuff like that kept our heads down getting some intel yeah, about yeah, the yeah. talkie yeah, players yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah because you have got to do that you're right Jones you the just... left back he should never yeah. be in the side should he oh no the man... exactly you've got to you've got to play the game a little bit and it is a bit of fun isn't it you know it's a bit of fun but he's like Jim Carrey doing the fucking Andy Kaufman thing he's been dressing yeah. as a fucking as a yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. For a week. Yes. It's not something you'd ideally do, but sometimes needs must. Do you know what I mean? I know, I know loads of... You've seen people do it at grounds. You've seen people do it at grounds. Well, I've done, done it I've done it myself, yeah. It's, it's, it's not something we would re- necessarily recommend, but it's probably one thing you've just got to do once at least. I've, I've done it a couple of times, but the most memorable one is in 2011. Wolves playing West Brom in the Premier League. <gasps> That's, I mean, this is a, big. A, a, this is a big one. Away at the Hawthorns, and my mate Chad Azu, we've we've spoken about in, in, have, in, in yeah. this parish before. Big up, uh, big Chadders. Dad's a massive Baggies fan. Josh's bedroom, growing up, he had West Bromwich Albion curtains. Yeah. His mom had painted a West Bromwich Albion badge behind his bed. Oh, the lovely. duvet was Baggies. Lovely. The the curtain covers were Baggies. So everything's Baggies. This is going back 25 years. Yeah. His room is still exactly the same now. So when he goes back from <laughs> oh London God. with his now partner and yeah, child, yeah. his room at his mom's house <laughs> is still... Still? Yeah, yeah. Oh. The badge is still there. The curtains are still Baggies. It's incredible. It's, I wish mine like, was that. It's a museum. It's a yeah, museum to his youth. Anyway, 2011, Fantastic. Wolves away at West Brom. We need pictures of that. It's uh, Roy Hodgson is Bags manager, Mick McCarthy. I can I is about that. Mick McCarthy is Wolves manager. It's the season. Roy versus Mick. It's big, big, big. It's the season where we actually get relegated, mm. but we go 1 0 up. And I spoke to Josh before this, and he was like, I remember the veins in your head popping. <laughs> <laughs> Because so you are excited was, as well, aren't you? I was sat, so. sat there, honestly, hands hands underneath my legs. Anyway, West Brom score a last-minute equaliser. Carlos Vela, who would have been on loan oh, from Arsenal. From Arsenal, yeah, yeah, of course. And he had major success in the MLS, didn't he? He's, he scored a last-minute equaliser and all the Baggies fans are just going absolutely mental around me. And obviously, I can't just sit there. No. So I get up and sort of pretend to go, yeah, <laughs> Josh turns to me and goes, come here, get on, fucking hell, Bruno, let's go, get it. In there, get in there. Was it like faking an orgasm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just hugged me. Get in there. And when I asked him about it today, was it? 
He was like the one thing that, the one thing that I can remember and the quote he said to me, I can remember little Jimmy <laughs> kicking cans over in the turnstiles on the way back. <laughs> Oh, so, that yeah. must have been awful. But, that, but anyway. also, it's great. It's exciting. It gives another level to watching the game. Yeah. You hear what opposition fans are saying about yeah, your yeah. team, which is always very interesting because when yeah. you're in the home end, That's you only what... hear what other fans of yours say. My dad yeah. quite regularly will go to Wolves away games and sit in the home end because of that reason. Really? It's less noisy. He gets to hear what all the other fans are saying about Wolves. <laughs> he gets to he gets to leave early. Your dad is amazing. He is, amazing. Yeah. He gets to leave early yeah, without not being not kettled in or kettled whatever. In. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, I, I mean, that's a pretty impressive I, I think that that's that's the best one. My one question, Seb, to go, go back to the original story here, is did you have any little acknowledgement to Yeovil on you? Because my dad has told me from when he used to go yeah, yeah. in the 70s and the 80s, yeah. him and his best mate, my uncle, used to sit in the home and sometimes when yeah, they couldn't yeah. get tickets for yeah, away games. And I remember one story which was a couple of blokes sat next to them after Wolves scored a goal yeah. and my dad just checked his watch and his watch was a Wolves watch. Oh, no. <laughs> but the bloke sat next to him, just nudged him and went, yeah, I'm one of us as well, I'm you. Uh, that's good. That's good. No, no, I didn't. I didn't have anything just in case because you know what? I No, I didn't have a thing because I just thought it was, you know. Again, if you are going to do this, that's probably a wise thing to do just in case. Because the, stewards can be very officious these days. Don't get me wrong. People, you know, people can get themselves into a bit of miver, but it is something that you can do and you can do responsibly and safely. Yeah. And I, lo I love the idea of being in disguise, but having one little thing on. Yeah, like a little pin badge just under your collar Exactly. Because you see a couple of videos going out now when you see like Arsenal fans that in the Arsenal Spurs fan. end and there's a guy like pulling up his shirt to show his badge. <laughs> just seems a bit too much to me, but just a little hint. Yeah. No. You're wearing one Wolves sock or you've got your yeah, Wolves yeah, watch on. Yeah. And if you get into trouble in the home end, there's definitely always going to be a couple of other away yeah, fans yeah. in the home yes, end. Yeah. So you get your watch out and you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm one of you as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As you're getting dragged, dragged out by the stewards. Yeah, the walls. I mean, are we prepared for the backlash if this goes wrong for one of our listeners? Who no, no, that's what I'm saying. That. Enjoy responsibly. Like, don't make them say We can't be accountable for that. Though, no, no, no. Of course not. No, we, we, people are people, aren't they? You know, People, people We are like, all individuals. People like Coldplay. People voted for the Nazis. People yeah, are yeah. stupid. But it's, Let people be people. Yeah. There we go. You've got to be careful. Moving on. Mundial joins the dots for football culture. And that's not a boast by us, but the words of an actual subscriber in our most recent reader survey. Why not see what they're on about and have a look at Mundial Magazine. 100 pages of global football magic released four times a year. It looks great, smells great, and the writing isn't bad either. Go to mundialmag.com or follow the link in the show description to find out more. I can't get no sleep. There we go. <laughs> I saw Faithless at V Festival 2007, and it is one of the best live experiences. I think you're still there. I... A big Crystal Palace fan, wasn't he? Yeah. R.I.P. Genuinely R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. Very, very good guy. Adventures in Clubland, Indian Summers, Loans, and Last Chance Saloons. And this week, Taken Us to the far corners of the world or wherever we may end up today on our adventure in Clubland is James Bird. Where are we going, mate? This week's adventure in Clubland, we are going to mid-90s Portugal. Oof. And we are going there because of a man called Rashidi Yakini. Now, he was an apprentice mechanic, was born in Nigeria, and he went from being an apprentice mechanic to being someone who was nicknamed the Gold's father. Now, you don't get nicknamed... <laughs> The gold father. The gold father. No, gold. Goals. No pressure. I mean, yeah. So uh, between 82 and 90, uh, Rashid Yakini scored over 200 goals for clubs in Ivory Coast and Nigeria. But the story of Rashid Yakini is one of goals, but it's also one of mystery. In 1990, he moves to Europe. He moves to a team in Portugal called Vitoria Setubal. And this team are in the second tier of Portuguese. That they're, they're a team who have won the Portuguese equivalent of the FA Cup in the past. Mm. But in this period, 80s to the 2000s, they're very much a yo-yo club. And when Rashidi moves there, mm. he is. Uh, they are in the second tier of mm. the Portuguese league. His second year at the club, he uh, scores 32 goals in that season and Ooh. gets them promoted to the top tier. Ooh. 
And in his third season at the mm. club, he wins the Portuguese top goal scorers award. So this is 93. And this is when Rashidi Yakini hits his peak. Now, you might well know him more famously for the things that he did in a Nigeria shirt. He represented Nigeria at seven major mm. tournaments. He scored their first ever World Cup goal against oh, Bulgaria wow. in 1994. You might have seen the celebration. Yes. the goal. And he's clambered into the net. And I think what he's actually screaming is, it's me, it's me, is what he's screaming as he, wow. as he holds the net. So this oh, is, wow. I didn't know that. So this I is know his, the image, but yeah. This it's is his me. peak time at Vitoria Setchable. He wins the African after that season where he's the top goal scorer in Portugal. Mm. He wins the African uh, Player of the Year, the first uh, player from Nigeria to do that. This time in Portugal, relentless goals. He's called 91 goals in 114 competitions for Vitoria Setubal. But <laughs> It's a tidy rate. Though. It's a tidy rate. <laughs> but it's also shrouded in mystery, really. There's very few stats on Rashidi Yakini's time there. There's very, very little footage. There's one footage, there's one compilation on yeah, YouTube yeah. created about Rashid Yakini's time there. So I watched it and to watch him play mm. is breathtaking. The way that he moves towards the goal is like unlike any footballer I've ever seen dribbling with the ball. And that's the best dribblers with the ball. Who 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 are they? Messi, Messi. Maradona, George whoever. Best. George Best. There's always some sort of diversion of movement with the way that they mm. run with the ball. Yes. The way Rashid Yukini moved with the ball was straight towards the goal. Straight, straight towards the Are goal. Are we talking Bale-esque or just... I'd say Bale is a very, very good comparison here, but yeah. Bale was more... Bale is more renowned for his dribbling on the wing, yeah. right? Yes, Rashid Yukini was centre forward. Down he was six foot three and he would run towards goal um, and, and, you know, scored... Uh, inhumane number of goals. An inhumane. <laughs> but a good place. You want to hear from the fans who watched him. Yeah, yeah. And the fans who watched him for Victoria Setchabal mm. on the comments of this YouTube, yeah, yeah. they tell you about this man. So I'm going to read a couple of the comments yeah. out. Legends never die. His soul and legacy will never be forgotten in Setchabal. Much thanks and respect to the Portuguese who made this video of Nigeria's greatest striker. RIP great one, I'll never forget you. Good striker, may God have mercy on him. Regards from a Setchable fan in Turkey. Apparently during his time, um, I think it was after his third season at Vitoria Setchable, guess who wanted to sign Rashidi Yakini? Sir Alex. No. Too obvious. Another manager in Portugal. Bobby Robson. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby. Robson. Bobby Robson at Sporting inquired. Um, no no finer judge of a player. Come on, yeah. Exactly. Or, or of a striker. Of a striker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's had yeah. some. Yeah, he, he, did, he saw that Ronaldo lad and said, I'll have, I'll have a piece of him, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. That's Fucking hell, man. Sir Bobby, yeah. Now, after the 94 World Cup, Yukini got his big move. He went to Olympiakos. Um, wasn't very successful there. He went to Sporting Gijon. He went to uh, Zurich. And then he went back to Vittorio Setchabal, but didn't really settle like he did in the first time. He eventually went back to uh, Africa Sports and again, scored crazy amounts of goals there. But he died in 2012. And after retiring, the story of Rashid Yukini gets very murky. He lived in a compound on his own. Um, oh, wow. Nobody heard from him, really. He didn't do any interviews. Um, and I think it was very, very clear that he was struggling with his mental health. Yeah, yeah. When he died, the reaction from the Nigerian sporting authorities wasn't particularly at the same level as you would expect for their highest goal scorer of all time, their <laughs> yeah, most yeah. legendary striker. And there's a lot of dis there's a lot of discussion about what happened to Yakini in those years between retiring and, and dying. But where he was immediately recognised was Vittoria Setchabal. Mm. And they had a match presentation with a huge, uh, with, with they, they held uh, a service for him. Yeah. They had a huge portrait of him on the pitch. Um, and it's really, it's a really, there's a big discussion about what Nigeria do with their greatest sports heroes in terms mm. of how they lift them up after they've played or after they've died. And I, I'm not well versed enough in that to get into mm. this discussion, but I'm just going to do a quote from, read out a quote from Sunday Elise, mm. who was a teammate of his 
when it was he was playing for Nigeria. And uh, after his death, Sunday Lise wrote this on his blog. He said, Rashidi Yakini is definitely one of the best African players and legends to ever walk the earth. He was full of pace, had a superb shot, could jump very high, was calm in front of goal and was a very lovable person once you got to know and understand him. We lost not only a brother, friend, human being, legend and compatriot, but we also lost a great opportunity to find out his unique secret of how to score goals easily like he did and which he only he knew how to. He also said, what have we done to honour him? Do kids growing up know anything about this man or his incredible achievements? So I think it's a really interesting story. Yeah, yeah. I think the fact that he's revered so highly in Portugal for what he did there, he took Setchabal up to, to the top tier again. And the way that he is revered there in after after he mm. died is very, very interesting. And I think that in a world where, you know, we've just done a cult issue and Yakini is is one of the strikers yeah, in our cult is, issue. Yeah. In a world where the sort of streets don't forget idea is banded yeah. about, I feel like this is a man who streets actually have forgotten about yep. and none of us know enough about and we should know more about him i think he was considered a pioneer for the way he played he's you know nigeria's greatest ever goal scorer mm. so i think it's a very interesting <laughs> in clubland and one cheers that, tom's crying and yeah. one one that's maybe sort of you know not as completely explosive and celebratory as Mario Jardel yeah but it's it's one where he definitely made his mark in one place and was never forgotten there are you looking to join a club well how about Club Mundial it's what we call our subscriber offering and it's the best club in the world we think for only £10 a quarter you get the magazine through your door a tidy little membership card 20% off all Mundial merchandise and discounts at classic football shirts, all press espresso, art of football and Percival menswear. What more do you want? You also get priority access to events, subscriber-only merchandise and a weekly Club Mundial newsletter. Go to mundialmag.com or follow the link in the description to subscribe today. We'll see you at the bar. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome <laughs> to Hollywood. Oh, that was so lovely. Sorry, I ruined it. Yeah! <laughs> you ain't been a Hollywood man. Hollywood. Hollywood. Not um, in Dakota. Yeah, why did you think that Hollywood would know. be in Dakota? De again, I'm going back to Deadwood. I can't stop it. It's stupid of me. Yeah, and I've still not seen Deadwood. Oh, get it, I get, know, it, get, it get it, watched. And he, me and Seb, actually, on the, on the way here, uh, we were talking about... This is two men who love top fives more yeah, than yeah. anything. <laughs> two notorious top Trumps lovers, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even know well, that, but it, I yes. bet you love top Trumps. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Couple, we were talking about a couple of top uh, a couple of top Trumpers. That's a really good shout. Fucking top Trumpers. In, in so As many well. senses. Yeah, yeah. And top Trumpers. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the a while ago there was the there, there was some quite, shall we say, rum top Trumps. They were called meaty trumps. Oh yeah, and they were like, <laughs> "I've actually got a packet." One of them's called uh, one of them's called Tory cunts, and it's just all these. <laughs> anyway, Hollywood is a place where, well, we decided Hollywood is actually in the studio at yeah. Spiritland, oh. Spiritland that we love. Lovely we wood, bloody lovely wood. <laughs> great sound in here. Great engineer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this week uh, we are going there. Well, we are being guided by the hand, by Daddy, by Birthday Boy, my 
top Trump brother, Sebastian yes. Dennis White. Yes, this is. I'm in charge of this week's Hollywood, and we're going to do something different here, slightly different. We're nervous. We just we got a bit of bit of feedback, and also our own. Is this all because Owen's not here? Because he won't like that. No, no. Me and Owen discussed this on a lovely... We had a lovely... Me and Owen had a lovely walk around Soho Square discussing, you know, how can we make this great, this really enjoyable podcast even better? And we think this might be it. You, the listener, will be... I love, I love yeah. that we're just shaking it all up on yeah, one yeah. fucking yeah, week. Yeah. You and... You, the, the listener, might enjoy here. this. Yeah. Every section's yeah. different. Owen, is, Owen has been privy to these, uh, to these discussions. I know, I know. Definitely, I'm, only, definitely. I'm taking the piss. But we thought it'd be more exciting if we have a bit of a play. <laughs> and, we, um, and we are going to pretend that we are watching this goal in real time. And we're going to provide... Well, we're not going to pretend. We are well, going to watch it We're going to watch it in real time and do some commentary. Yes. As if we are in the stadium. We are going so to So let's just see if this works. Who's and doing I, the commentary? I think as I'm hosting. No. I think James should do the co Because he's seen it as well. And I want to see... You have never seen this guy. Okay. James is the co-commentator. It's Fletcher. It's, it's Fletcher and Sav. Fletcher and <laughs> Sav, which does sound like a... Uh, no, I'll be Stephen McManaman. Myself and James Bird are here at Borussia Park for the match between Borussia Mönchengladbach versus Mainz. The hosts are in the race for the title, but will need to bounce back after a defeat last week to fellow title challengers Schalke. Is this really happening? Yeah. <laughs> We're there. There's 14 minutes left here, and it's still 1-1. Mönchengladbach on the attack, desperate for this goal to get back in the title race. The ball swings in, it's on the edge of the six-yard box, it's volleyed home! Oh! player has scored his second goal of the game. It's 2-1 Mönchengladbach, and the hosts are in the driving seat. Whoa! Yeah. We're just being see we're seeing the replays on the screen here in the stadium. James, oh my goodness. What's gone on here? Well, I'll tell you what's gone on there, Seb. Is the ball's coming from the right-hand side. Players attacked it at the near post. From that first angle, it looks like he's hitting him with his right foot, doesn't it? It looks like he's yeah. hitting with his right. Absolutely not. Alessane player has dummied to hit the ball with his right foot. He's let it go across his body, side foot, left foot, into the back of the net. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I mean, they are the screens are showing the replay here over and over again because this is impudence of the highest order. <laughs> this it is It gets better every time you see it. <laughs> it yeah, does it get does. better because... And he... James, there's a question to ask here. Does he mean to do this? Oh, without a shadow of a doubt, if you're a player of this quality playing at this level, if you go forward with your right like that, you let the ball come across your whole body, the way he attacks the ball with his left foot calmly, deftly. Oh. Alessandro Play knows exactly what he's doing here. Guys, brilliant job. Yeah. Brilliant job. For the benefit of the listeners, out of all the volleys that I employ you to watch, out yeah. of everything we spoke about, yeah. this is the one for me that is just... like. The way you two described it, by the way, was brilliant. You commentated on it brilliant. You did, honestly. It was great. Um, Please let us know. We'll put a poll up. Yes, yes, yes. If you think it's shit, tell us. We'll probably get rid of it. But yeah, yeah. this goal, it's, it's exactly what James said there, which is when you look at it from behind, you think that he's scored. It's just so it's a like standard tapping right, right yeah. foot volley. It, it might have even bounced. He's hit it with his left. It's... I've never seen a goal like it. No, someone, thanks to everyone who got in touch with us, because we put a bit of a request out. We thought we'd throw it out there and see if there were any volleys that yes. we hadn't been aware of. Yes. I'd never seen this before. And the thanks very much to Goalscorer C, who suggested this this beauty. And we got sent an 25, 30 odd goals. There was some. Did Goalscorer A and Goalscorer B send them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a reason why we went for this one, because it's just ridiculous isn't it that's a lot of volleys isn't it 25 to 30 25 <laughs> Vo volleys have done all right volleys have done all right and james i think we've only scratched the surface oh, absolutely oh. and if you have got please dm us please tag us at mundial mag on twitter please get in would touch that be with in us. your top five that as a volley yeah because i've never seen anything else like it no yeah. it's cool man. i've never seen anything Very else cool. like it i've seen i've seen people do it in warm-ups and stuff like that that's why when i was in character as your yes, co-commentator yes, yes. were you in character well, you oh were. that was character yeah that, was, that i was in character there. you should yeah. you should go to i was in character absolutely yeah i never saw them and i was more watching you two than watching the yeah. goal itself when you were just saying player i thought you were just saying a football player yeah so was <laughs> i i thought uh Insert name here. Yes. Seb, I thought that's exactly what you were doing, and you were going to ask if we could re-record it later. And I, because well, it was too hard to pronounce. I double football then players checked and listened to the actual commentary of the goal, and it's definitely player. Alassane player. Yeah, yeah. Alassane player. Football who, goal scored by, by player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
We like spoke. ISS 98. Exactly. Commentary. Exactly. What a trip to Hollywood. Oh, Owen, you've missed out on a good one there. Well, where is it? Where's that in Hollywood? Where is it on the Walk of Fame? Is it like... Hollywood Volu- a... is a Marxist state. Everyone's equal. Yeah. <laughs> That's the correct answer, James. All these volleys are equal. All these volleys are equal. Let volleys be volleys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Enjoying this podcast, but not really ready to subscribe to a print magazine? Well, you need the Mundell Gateway drug. Why not sign up to our weekly newsletter? You'll get exclusive writing, discounts, recommendations, and some really, really random references. Follow the newsletter link in the show description and see what you're missing out on. Today, as I am a super sub host uh, and I have not been able to order or find an appropriate trombola or tombola or whatever we're going to use, basically it's still a work in progress. But there will be a quiz back. Thank you to the, this is genuine, the four or five people who messaged me saying they pause it on that bit and try and answer it themselves and give themselves like... I didn't what? know this. Oh, that's... No, my, my brother does the same. That's fair. Someone's, oh, fair so... My brother, by the way, reckons he's winning. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I'm so I wish Owen was here now. Nice to see the old fans booing you. Yeah. yeah. And he also texts me to say that... Uh, he texted me this morning saying, James, I have also been watching lots of Royal Rumbles recently featuring Batista and CM Punk. That's the same era that I'm watching. There you are. <laughs> anyway, so the quiz is gone. For now, it's, there will be something back, but thank you to the people yeah. who said it was the best segment of the show. I disagree with yeah. you, yeah. but it's gone. It's dead. Yeah. Get the fuck over it. We're here now. Yeah. And we're on ins and outs. Yeah. I will start today with... Oh, so much power. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I can tell how he enjoys it. I will start today with James Bird. What is your in, my friend? Okay, so my in this week is uh, playing in teams that you don't know. Playing football with groups of people. Oh, strangers, yeah. That you don't know. Right. The three people on the mics right now, coming mm. in your ears, uh, played at the ACAST football tournament at Wimbledon goals, five aside. That instead of it being Mundial against the second tier podcast and Mundial against Football Weekly, all the podcasts were split up and you were with people that you didn't know. So that made it far less tribal. Yeah. And I think the three of us all played very well individually on what was a very sunny yeah. and enjoyable afternoon. Oh, it was great fun. A lot of, I mean, admittedly, we, me and you were on the same team, but everyone else we didn't, had never met before. And no. the guys from Soccer, the second tier podcast, they were, they were great fun. And it was just very, very wholesome and a lot of fun. It was, I was with uh, four lads I'd never met before and genuinely like, we had a team photo at the end. We all followed each other on Instagram. I've been yeah. chatting to one of them today. And James did, did allude to it briefly then about our individual performances. We we were all fucking brilliant. We, were we played good, well. We? Yeah. James, right, okay. I don't, let's get this out of the way. James, let's be honest, arguably player of the tournament. He, he wasn't yeah, getting yeah. it officially. Certainly the best team player on our team, for sure. Yeah. On was, the, wait, was, not, you, you came second, didn't you? Yeah, yeah that was, was six teams. Cards on the table. Tommy's a very, very good yeah. goalkeeper. I think he's kept that quite yeah. modest from us. I have, actually. Yeah, he hasn't yeah, been has, told has, about yeah. that, but he's a very impressive goalkeeper. He can get a bit feisty, though. Oh, there was one moment, so you you, you were given um you're you're, an insight uh, into you're, you're given a, pen, a penalty is given if the goalkeeper comes out of the area and Tommy made a save and a lot of the players on the opposition team were going that was a penalty ref 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 sort of crying around the ref and Tommy got livid didn't he and me and you were watching this game he was from the done side, it, yeah. and I was like Seb look at him look at him marching around his penalty area and, oh circling he was and Seb looked at me and Seb said he's circling his penalty area like a shark. <laughs> He was. And he was. The scent of blood three miles away had got yeah. him stirred. You get invited to something and you don't know anyone, just fucking do it. It's Go and do it. I was, I was nervous because I've not played in a year. You won't get, you'll get to know someone very quickly by the way they play football. I you think. do it and you laugh at it. You, yeah, exactly. exactly. It, you can just laugh at yourself. And the way someone plays football is not always, but often yeah. reflective of their personality in a weird way. James Bird. James Bird being a great example, example of that. And I mean in a good way. Yeah. Yes. Playing jazz football. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. Right, it's very much in. Subway, what is your in this week, my friend? I'm going to change mine very last minute because, because... A last minute winner. Yeah, yeah, I saw an amazing tweet and I love sometimes... The, so I'm going to put in this week the ingenuity of football fans because Michael Appleton, 
has been named (laughs) as manager of Charlton very recently. Michael Herberton, ex-Man United player, ex-Lincoln manager, has been named Charlton manager. And the brilliant, I saw a tweet on the brilliant My Only Desire, who we've mentioned before, My Only Desire Mag Twitter, and they have taken to calling him Mickey Apples. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is absolutely brilliant. It's a lot of fun. It takes out the seriousness of it all. It's stupid and it's brilliant. Mickey and, Apples. And it reminded he's... me of various other occasions where people have done similar. I remember when uh, Laurent Blanc oh, was, this, at, was this... at Manchester United. Fantastic. And he was named affectionately by... Uh, so I think, again, I think it came from the fanzines or or certainly from the terraces and onto the fanzines. Probably Andy Mitten. Yeah, yeah. He was affectionately known as Larry White. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, Mi- just Mi- this Mickey yeah. Apples sounds like someone that your dad goes to the pub with. Uh, it's <laughs> yes, brilliant. <laughs> I will keep an eye on Mickey Apples now because that's it. And I won't be able to call him anything else. Nicknames of, of their actual name Mickey Apples instead of Michael Appleton, Larry White instead of Laurent Blanc. There must be more out there because football fans. And where can, can they go? Where, where can they tell us? They tell, can us tell us at, on Twitter. Tell us at Twitter on at Mundial Mag. And Instagram. And Instagram. Maybe we'll even put it as a question on Spotify this week. Ooh. Lovely stuff. And so that, that the 360 is... media approach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is that in? It's got to be in. It's tough. And of course, it's a fucking in. It's, it's yeah. an easy in. My in this week is very self-indulgent, and I even wrote in the script, if I'm allowed to self-promo. On the day this is released, in two days' time, on the 23rd of September, so you might be listening to this podcast after this has already happened, but my band, Church Party, have our EP launch in Manchester, at Manchester's best bar, best venue. It's the same place I took the grade cricket lads to. It's one of the first places I'll always take people to in Manchester called Soup Kitchen. And, uh, yeah, it's a big night for us. We're putting it on ourselves. No help from anyone else. We've always done things ourselves. We've been doing quite well lately, getting some good coverage in Clash mm-hmm. magazine, like some reputable publications. Yep. And, yeah, so if you are listening to this before Saturday, 23rd of September, please come and watch my fantastic band. Yeah. I have to say that, and I do believe it. I wouldn't do it otherwise. Yeah, it's great yeah. stuff. And if I, Tommy's at the wheel, I've seen man. him before. I would very much recommend it. Thank you, Seb. Thank very you. much. I'm not just saying that because he sat next to me. <laughs> I've said some awful things to him when he sat next to me. So, so I'm going to put that in. Tommy's yeah. at the wheel. Tommy's at the wheel and he's, he's, he's in. Give him that contract. <laughs> and if you can't make it to Manchester, go on Spotify, yeah? Yes, Spotify, uh, church party band or party at church or something on Instagram. If yeah, you yeah. type it in, you can find it on yeah. all the relevant places. Yeah. Let us go to outs and I... Well, I'll go straight to mine, actually. So uh, I was at a Munich airport recently on a changeover flight, and one of the policemen there was so fucking mean to me. I'd lost my boarding pass, which kind of wasn't my fault anyway. I had 25 minutes to change over the flight. I went through one wrong door, and I begged him. I said, mate, I've got to get my flight in 20 minutes. He made me start the airport again. It was like GTA. like. It was like, geez, and I had 25 minutes, not till boarding, yeah. 25 minutes till the flight fucking left. He said, sir, oh I don't God. care. He a respawned of, you. He said, <laughs> <laughs> he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, a lot of people have a lot of problems at airports. You're not the only one. I said, but mate, the gate is there and it leaves in 25 minutes. Yeah. I'd lost my boarding pass. I had to go around all the way. So I had to leave the airport, go to the start again, find a fucking machine to print my new boarding pass yeah. off sprint like sprint through security and then i get to security to check my stuff and i had to beg everyone in the queue to let me through oh tommy this sounds and i hate flying anyway i get through all the way flights delayed by half an hour (laughs) (laughs) and i spent i spent 20 minutes in the fucking camel smoking lounge had about five cigarettes a a wasted respawn yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) were you how Tommy, on a scale of one to ten, because we obviously played football yesterday, how sweaty were you compared to that? A hundred times sweatier than yesterday. Because you were quite sweaty yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you were maybe yeah. the. And it was very hot in, in Tommy's defence. You look Tommy like is normally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You looked a little bit like you were standing up under a water fountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tommy was Tommy was drying his clothes out on the bench. He was, was. <laughs> yeah. my scooter shirt. Yeah. So he but is out. That policeman out. is out. Munich Airport is so out. Don't lose your boarding pass if you go to Munich Airport. Yeah, my fault to be honest. Anyway, no. um, James Bird, what is your out this week, mate? Relatively controversial because for all of my life this has always been a massive in. I'm, fa- <laughs> I'm fairly sure that Owen, this is a this is a big thing for him, but out is falling asleep on the sofa because <gasps> by the time the end of the day's come, I've eaten, I've put Cheshire to bed, I'm always very tired, put some on mm. the telly or start reading something, and I just fall asleep. 
and it's really annoying for Matilde. So I need to stop doing it. Yeah. So falling asleep on the sofa, out, out, out. out. <laughs> yeah, this is a tough one because... Because it's I, great. I, I love doing it. I, historically, I love yeah, yeah. falling asleep on the sofa. I do it a lot myself, but I don't like... You know when you do it too late at night well, and that, then you yeah. wake up at about 10pm and then you've got to Is go it more the timing of the falling asleep on the sofa? I'm, I'm talking about 10pm at night. on a Sunday. All right, lovely. If it's... 10, oh, 10 p.m. at night and, and, and waking up at 1 a.m. until it's angry at me and I haven't brushed yeah, my yeah, teeth yeah, yeah. and the cat's still outside and you've got the a... lights are on. I'm watching sort of the fifth episode of a BBC Three documentary that I've never watched in my life. <laughs> yes. Sun, sun, sex, and facetious parents. <laughs> Sorry, sun, sea, and suspicious. With one, with one eye open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you have to respawn again for and bed. Then I have to respawn Sorry, for bed. Okay, I'll Correct. give you out. In those circumstances, those I'll give you out. Seb White, what is your? My right, one is is football related. Um, I've I've noticed it crop up a few times. Is Obviously, when you're going for the ball, sometimes you may go a little bit high. Your leg might be, I don't know, not even a metre off the ground. But, it, you know, you're pushing your foot towards the ball. The other player who's kicking it might connect. And rather than just saying this is just an in, this is a, just a collision, which it normally is, is the other player then grabbing his leg, rolling around and... Making know, a meal of it, is he? Yeah, just completely make, you know. And I've noticed it happen. I, I went to a non-league game the other day and every it was almost like... Every player was doing it to try and make it, uh, make it a yellow card, or even try and make it a red. And it's like it's not that. It's just people trying to get the ball. And it's, these aren't like stupid. I'm not talking about stupid high tackles or anything like that. Just people You're trying to go for a bouncing good, ball. Good, fair, solid. No, nah, but English. yeah, leaving your leg in and English then swinging stuff, it away and then spinning and rolling on the ground. Just well, I, 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 you know, I'm totally with you. That is 100 percent out. Also, one of one of life's great joys on this godforsaken planet is doing an incredibly crisp, clean challenge that just gets a little touch of the man on the follow-through. Oh, a bit like a when little, you hit a perfect yeah, 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 yeah. a perfect fairway shot with an iron and it takes a little oh, yeah, divot. Yeah. When you take a t little yeah. divot out of the man... Fuck it. There you are. You can, you can, and if you don't, you're going to not have that. So, Seb, I, yeah. that is out. In, everything's in and everything's out. Yeah. New era. You yeah. <laughs> Let pe Tommy Stewart is letting people yeah. be people. Yeah. <laughs> this has been reminding you why you love football. Apologies if you're here for Owen Blackhurst. Uh, he will be back next week. He will be back. All like I said earlier, I'm a super sub. I came in last second. But lads, did you enjoy it? I think we did all right. I think we did all right, yeah. I think we did all right. And um, yeah, we've talked about some great things as usual. We need your reviews. Keep reviewing. Keep uh, talking about us on social media. The listeners are going up. The views are going up on the videos. We are very grateful for that. The negative comments, the positive comments, we would rather be spoken about either way than not yeah. spoken about at all. We will be back next week with another episode. We love you. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Thanks a lot. Cheers. All the Bye. best. Reminding you why you love football is a Mundial and Football co-production. Produced by Tommy Stewart and Seb White, hosted by me, Owen Blackhurst, and recorded on the run.